Beitza, Perak Base, Mishnah Gimel 2-3. The Mishnah continues to discuss immersing certain things in a mikvah, and here it says, Vishavin, they agree, meaning Beis Hill and Beis agree, in contrast to the previous Mishnah where they had a dispute regarding people going to the mikvah on Shabbos. Here it says, She Mashikin Esamayim Bakli Evan Lataharan. They agree that one is permitted to do hashaka, which I'll explain in a second, on water to purify it on Shabbos, provided that the water is inside a stone utensil. So the story here is that while it is not possible to take something which is a food or beverage, ochlan or mashkin, and be metahir it by putting into a mikvah, water, just water, can become tahor um, through a mikvah, even if it's tummy. And the reason was because one isn't tovel water, one doesn't immerse water into the mikvah, per se, but rather um, one does something which is conceptually different. Zriya, he like reattaches the water to the mikvah, and the mikvah being the source of purity and always being pure, and tahor, so since the water comes attached to it and sort of subsumed by it, batal to it, so then the water becomes tahor too as part of the mikvah. So, Basil and Beishamay are agreeing, says our Mishnah, that on Shabbos one may purify water. If one has water, that let's say he wants to drink the water, and he wants to drink all his water in a state of tahor and purity, um, but he only has this water, it's tameh, and the only water, he, other water he has is like in a let's say a gross mikvah, where he doesn't want to drink that mikvah water. So what a person can do is use this thing called hashaka to purify his water. Now the word hashaka is really related to the word nishika, which means a kiss, and the idea being it's like a very gentle contact, like a kiss of the tame water to the tahor water. And the context here. Um, Hashaka has a lot more to say when we learn Masechah's Mikvahos, Be'ez Hashem. But in the meantime, the point is that if the water in a utensil, any water in any utensil, which is Tameh, if it comes into contact, even gentle, slight contact, like a Nishika, a little kiss, um, with a Mikvah, so then the water inside the utensil becomes Tahor as well. And that's called Hashaka. So our mission is saying that if a person has Tameh water and he wants to be Mataret on Shabbos, even based Shammai agree, one could do that, provided that the water is put inside a stone utensil. The reason is because stone is not makabal tuma, stone cannot become tummy. Um, in contrast, if one would, let's say, use uh, a wooden or a metal container um, to have that water, so then the water that was tummy, when it goes into the utensil, would automatically make that utensil tummy also. That could be just meant or banan, because, but anyways, the point is, it happens. So, that being the case, if one would immerse the utensil with the tame water inside of it into a mikvah, so then perforce, as part of the immersion, the utensil would be immersed as well, and that would make the utensil become tahor. And as you learned in the previous Mishnah, one may not do that on Shabbos, um, and even on Yantar for that matter, actually. You can't do that because it looks like tikkun, like fixing something which is forbidden. So our mission is saying one could do it with a stone utensil because a stone utensil can't become tummy, and therefore you're not indirectly making a utensil tahor by immersing it into the mikvah when you're doing a hashaka. Now, worth noting, um, Beis Hill would agree, would be even more lenient, I should say, and say that 
on Yom Tov, one actually can um, immerse a non-stoneware vessel, meaning even like a wood or metal utensil um, that has water inside of it for the sake of being metahar the water, even if indirectly it also is metahar the utensil itself. Um, so our mission really is focused on the Shabbos case where Beisham and Beisil are agreeing that it has to be a stone vessel. And that's what the mission says. Let me read one more time here to make sure the sentence is clear. Veshavin, Beisil and Beisham, I agree. She mashikin es one may purify water that's tame by putting it in contact with uh, a mikvah. But kli evin, provided that the utensil holding the water is a kli evin, a non Settle to Tuma utensil, the Taran for the sake of purifying the water. Of a low matbilin, one may not, however, immerse the utensil itself. That meaning on uh, Shabbos, one can't immerse the utensil um, that's not made out of earthenware, excuse me, not made out of stoneware, because um, it would indirectly also be matire the utensil, and again, that's talking about Shabbos, but on Yom Tov, Beis Hill would agree, would say one could even do that, um, that it wasn't forbidden by the rabbis in the original Gezerah. Furthermore, says the Mishnah, Mishnah, Although one can't purify a utensil by putting into a mikvah on Shabbos or Yom Tov, um, one could if he's doing it just for the sake of what's called Megav Lagav. Now, Megav Lagav means from one level of rabbinic Purity to a higher level of rabbinic purity. So this is really something we learn in the in Maseches Chagiga Bez Hashem that even if a utensil is totally tahor, if when a person put it in the mikvah, he put it in the mikvah for the sake of being metaharit for use with say a lower level of tumah susceptibility, let's say chulin, regular food. So if he changes his mind and wants to use it for something of a higher level of tumah susceptibility, let's say meiser sheni uh, or more than that. Truma, more than that, Kajim. So then, as he goes up in the ranks of, uh, of, uh, susceptibility to, to Tuma, so then, um, he has to re-immerse the, the utensil all over again, um, uh, just for, for to, because the rabbis put a stricture on there to make sure people, when they, they required people to do that, that when they put things in the mikvah, that it should, for Pimitar, the kalim, it should be done for the sake of whatever purpose it's being put to. So here the point of our Mishnah is that if a person had, let's say, a regular utensil, which was tahor already, but when he purified it and put it in the mikvah, he intended it just for, let's say, chulin use, but now he wants to use it, let's say, for eating his, his Pesach Seder with a Korban Pesach. So the halach is one is required to re-immerse the utensil, into a mikvah again. And although the Mishnah previously, in the previous Mishnah, had said that one cannot do that, um, immersing utensils to mutar them on Yom Tov, one could do it on Yom Tov or Shabbos, um, if it's just megav legav, to go from one level of stringency to a higher level of stringency, but the utensil that is tahor already. And the reason is because midorai, so the utensil is already tahor, and, and midoraban is tahor as well. We're just requiring... Um, Things to you know uh, a new an additional level and the expression megav legav, um, which is hard to translate exactly, um, is referring to the fact that the expression is that a person um, when a person puts things levels one on the next, it's like described as if one thing is algav another thing, one thing's on top of the other thing. So megav legav means from one level to a level on top of that.
And fine, says the Mishnah, also, um, it's permitted to put in the mikvah utensils, umechabura lechabura. If one is transitioning from one chabura to another chabura, this is referring to the, the korban pesach, which has to be eaten in a particular chabura, a particular group. So if a person starts out, um, on Arab pesach intending to be with group A, and he dedicates his knife and fork, putting the mikvah to be tower, um, to participate in group A's korban pesach, but then he changes his mind and sort of withdraws, um, while he still can on Arab Pesach um, from that group and then joins a different group and he becomes Manui registered on a new Korm Pesach. So this person wants to be extra strict on himself and to re-immerse his utensils in the mikvah all over again to consecrate it for the participation of using those utensils with the new Chaburo, the new group. Now there's no such requirement to do that. This guy just sort of um, wants to be extra, extra uh, strict and careful on himself um, for extra for his extra considerations, his personal considerations. And that being the case, since there's no requirement to do that, there's no rabbinic prohibition of putting one's utensil in the mikvah to go from chabura to chabura, because anyways, it was tower and it remains tower. Um, so therefore, it's not pro- prohibited to do it on uh, Shabbos or, in this case, the Mishnah, um, in Shabbos or on Yom Tov.